Hey everybody, it's What's So With Coco Mulder and it is, oh, the start of the month. And you know what the start of the month of October means? It means FAFSA, financial aid for students who are going to go to some form of post-secondary opportunity, whether that's a two-year, four-year college, university, or trade, Right? And so there are a lot of things that parents should be getting done as well as students. And so I'm going to just cover a couple of those things, okay? Because what parents are not getting is that it takes them and their child to get stuff handled as they are preparing to make a decision on uh, whether or not they're going to go to college or whatever post-secondary opportunity that a kid is going to do. So let's just start with why parents feel that they have to wait until their kid is a senior. You should not be waiting until your kid is a senior to get them ready for choosing what they want to do with the re- for the rest of their life after they graduate from high school, okay? You really essentially should be having this conversation when a kid is in kindergarten, first grade. What do you want to be when you grow up? What are you thinking about? What are your interests? And then when they get to middle school, hey, what are you still interested in? Hey, let me put you in these activities. Let's get you, you know, this experience or exposed to this or that. Okay, so say you didn't do any of that. Okay, so now you're in high school and you have this ninth, 10th, 11th or 12th grader. That's when you really need to be buckling down as a parent and as a student, okay? So how do we get our kids prepared for college? First of all, you need to be very concerned for your school transcripts. You need to be concerned. If you're waiting to catch up in your junior or senior year because you made poor decisions in ninth and 10th grade, you got some catching up to do. So your kids should be concerned with their grades in the ninth grade, in the 10th grade, in the 11th grade, as well as in the 12th grade. So those school transcripts are going to become very important for your senior. Then you need to have a list of schools and community activities that your kid is involved in or has a potential to be involved in. Um, Any awards or honors that your kid um, has, you know, gained or experienced. It is very difficult to try and remember in your senior year, let alone after you graduate from college, what honors or awards you received. This helps you to formulate your, you know, essays when you start to write your essays. In addition, you need to know whether or not your kid is involved in any paid or volunteer work experience, okay? There is nothing wrong with your kid working um, or getting paid to do volunteer work. The more experience they have, the better it is for them when they're writing their college essays. And then they need to have a list of adults who they know very well and who know them very well so that they can begin to write recommendation letters for them. You don't want to have somebody who doesn't know your kid to write a recommendation letter, especially when it comes down to college uh, preparation or or college um, applications, because many of these universities are going to want your child to write an essay about who they are and what they've experienced prior to coming to their university or before they even let them in. So how do you prepare um, then for college, you want to help them out with their applications. Now, there are a lot of kids who are what we call first gen. That means they have no person in their um, home, in the house that they live in, who has actually had the experience of any post-secondary opportunity. Um, they have not attended a college. They've not attended um, a um 
associates program. They've not attended a trade school. And so you want to make sure that you are able to help your kid out with these applications. And if you can't help them out, then you need to know who can help them out. And a lot of times kids bypass that counselor's office, but it is their job to help them with these applications. Um, You want to take a look at a financial plan. Okay. Hey, FAFSA is one opportunity, but you need to start to do research and search and seek and start making lists of potential scholarships that are available locally where you live, regionally where you live, and globally where you live, right? So there might be applications that your kid qualify for that has nothing to do with where they're from. Uh, Let's talk mental health, okay? Everybody is not suited to go to college, okay, parents? students and it's okay if college is not for you it is not okay to send your kid off to a a, um, a university or a college that has 40,000 people on campus any given day when they've never left their city that does not make sense and sometimes you set them up and then they fail and then they drop out and then they don't return because they didn't have a positive experience. So when you are pl- planning or your child is planning to attend a college or university, please make sure that you have done some form of college visit to see if that fits because what's on paper is not what's in person. And so it's always good to have your kids exposed to these um, campuses well before they make a decision on where they want to apply. And then parents, let's talk life skills. Okay, it is not the school's job to teach life skills, but a lot of times we put a lot of the pressure on the schools to give kids life skills. Life skills start at home, right? How do you cook? How do you clean? How do you wash your clothes? How do you, you know, plan a budget? Do you have a bank account prior to going to college? These are things that kids should already know how to do. Do they understand what interest rates on, um, on um, excuse me, on credit cards mean, right? You don't want to go to college and y- your kid is down for a freshman visit and they have signed up for a free t-shirt and they got three, four credit cards in their uh, wallets because they don't know any better. So life skills is very important. They need to know how to shop for themselves. So you should be sending them to the grocery store so that they can do that. You should be helping them learn how to sort their clothes so that they don't mess their clothes up when they get to college and have to wash by themselves, unless they're going to come home and wash at your house. But that's your choice, not at my house. And then you want to discuss safety, right? Whether they're male or female or transgendered or whatever their binary is. They need to know what it means to be safe because you're not going to be there. If they have older siblings, they aren't going to go to college with them. And so you want to make sure that they are understanding how to be safe on campuses, how to um, get to someone if they are out and they make a decision or poor choice, right, to drink too much or whatever the case may be. So these are things that you want to be discussing with them prior to them leaving. You should be able to be the person that they can call if something is wrong or somebody in their life, right? They need that one um, trusting adult that they can call if they get themselves in a hot spot. And then you want to just set your team up for success in college. And what does that mean? You are making sure that they have all of these things in place prior to walking into a post-secondary opportunity. Now, there are some failures, right, in terms of preparation for college, right? So um, a student asked me today, 
you know, high school fails us in preparation for college. And these are some of the things that they pointed out. Like some students don't feel academically prepared for college because there's less academic expectations in terms of following directions, completing assignments on time, and many more of those things, right? When they get to college, nobody is going to tell them or remind them that they have to turn in their assignments. Nobody is going to tell them, hey, you need to follow the directions of the assignment given. There's not anybody who's going to call them and wake them up in preparation to get to class on time. You fall asleep, you don't make it to class on time. Oh, well, so sorry about your life. So these are the things that kids feel don't prepare them for college. And you know what? That's the honest to God's truth, right? Parents, they should be waking themselves up. You shouldn't continue to wake them up in their senior year. You shouldn't have to remind them to get their assignments done on time. Because you know what? When they get into a college atmosphere, there is none of that hand-holding that goes on. So these are things that students need to know prior to going to college. They need to determine if college is actually a pathway that they wanna take. You can't make a decision for them. College may have been good for you, but it may not necessarily be good for your kid, and that's okay. Maybe right now is not the time. You need to be really telling them that they need to maintain you know, a pretty decent GPA, if not a high GPA. Because this last three years of COVID, whew, I can tell you many of these kids are behind because a lot of teaching had to happen for teachers to get prepared for online learning, especially at the high school and middle school levels. Then they need to be taking classes that are actually going to prepare them for college. A lot of times these kids are not even thinking that they need to take, you know, the higher ordered math and the higher, you know, writing courses and things like that. And then their extracurricular activities, parents, 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 please make sure that their extracurricular activities are ones that are developing them into human beings, not just recreational. So extracurricular activities, are they involved with service learning projects? Are they volunteering at the, at the right places? And then you need to be making sure that you're asking the questions of what colleges or majors are you thinking about? Because the average person, once they walk onto a college campus, change their, ma- their, their majors or minors four to five times before they graduate. And so you need to be prepared as a parent to not be upset if your kid decides, you know what, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, but now I think I have a desire to be a teacher. And it's okay because it's their life. It's not your life. And then make sure that your students have taken their standardized test, whether it's the SAT or the ACT. Please make sure that if they don't get a decent score, that they go ahead and retake it because those are other opportunities that they could gain from getting a scholarship. And then if you have an opportunity to get your kid to one of these college fairs locally, get them to the college fairs because you know what? They do on-site admission. And you need to have a folder prepared that has a copy of your kid's transcript, letters of recommendations, um, their volunteer service letters. All of that stuff needs to be in the folder in preparation for these college fairs. Now, that's all I have today. That's about almost 12 minutes of conversation as it relates to how do you prepare your kid for college. If you have any questions or concerns, remember, I am the executive director for a Promise Zone where we offer scholarships to every kid who lives and graduates out of our city. And so if you 
want some additional support or if you want additional help, please reach out to me at www.pontiacpromisezone.org or you can also uh, shoot me an email at cmolder at pontiacpromisezone.org. Either way, it is my job to make sure that I'm helping parents make good choices and helping kids make better choices. Have a great one. That's all I have. As always, do a random act of kindness because you never know what somebody is going through.